What is going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Lost in Lifting Talk. I have been missing in action on the podcast for the last few weeks. Really, it's probably almost been a month. I've just taken a little bit of a break, um, recharging to go back into the new year with this. I've taken a break from this, from my emails, a lot of different stuff I haven't been as consistent with, just knowing going into the new year that I'm going to hit up full swing. So I've stayed active on Instagram and, and things like that. So you guys have probably seen me there a little bit. But as far as podcasting and emails and all that type of content, I haven't put out a ton in the last little while. So I do apologize for that, but expect going into this new year, things to come back to full swing. I want to eventually push the podcast to around two episodes per week, potentially. Now that's going to take a little bit of work because I do record these and edit them myself. And so with this, dealing with clients, handling the gym, and then trying to still have a family life and everything, it can get a little bit hard, but that is the goal. Going into the new year, I'd eventually like to bring somebody on to to help with a few different things that I have going on so that I'm not doing everything myself, creating all of the content, editing all of the content, handling the gym, doing everything. So sometimes it gets a little bit crazy and I don't feel like I have the time I need for everything, but that is besides the point. I hope all of you have had a great Christmas break. You've enjoyed yourselves through the holidays. You had a great New Year's Eve. Today's actually New Year's Day, January 1st. And here in Idaho, we're getting a huge snowstorm, which is good. I actually like the the snow and when there's a ton of snow coming down and the ground's all white and everything. I just, I love this sort of feeling. I take this over the heat any day of the week. A lot of people don't feel that way, but I do. So I am in a good mood. It's the first of the year. Maybe some of you have given yourselves different resolutions going into the new year, or I don't really like to use the word resolution. We're going to talk about this today, but new goals or new focus points to focus on in 2020 to achieve whatever your goals may be. For me, as an entrepreneur running my own businesses, um, somebody that's heavy into fitness, all these types of things, this time of year is is definitely a busier time of year because people are more motivated. People are wanting to accomplish goals, and for myself, I've set new goals for for this year in different aspects like my family life, my fitness life, my business life, all these different things. So it's definitely an exciting time of the year and it's definitely a time of the year that's motivating because you feel like there's all of this opportunity out there for you, almost like the new year, new me type thing. And I hate that little saying, new year, new me, but a lot of people get in that type of mindset and which isn't a bad thing. If you can get motivated at any time to take the correct steps forward, I never think that's a bad thing. So if it has to take the new year for you to get there, I think that's great. But what I want to touch on today are ways to make sure that you're not falling into that same trap every single year. Every year, not setting the same resolutions and always falling into the same pitfalls year after year and always failing on those resolutions. So what I want to talk a little bit about today is how to set your, your new year's goals whatever they are, and then reverse engineer those goals instead of just trying to throw a dart at a dartboard with blindfolds on and never really hit whatever your goal may be and always end up frustrated so that your life is never progressing, your body's never progressing, your financial state's never progressing, and you're just staying where you're at. Because most people don't think to reverse engineer things and just like I said, throw a dart at a dartboard with blindfolds on. So this is a long rant to get started, but this is what we're going to talk about today. I'm super excited about this. I'm really passionate about this too, because this is how I've been able to take my life from where I was and slowly build it up over time. So without further ado, let's just hop right in. 
So whenever you're starting with a new goal, whatever it may be, if you're trying to lose fat, build muscle, make more money, um, quit your job, be be a better husband or wife, be a better parent, whatever that that goal is, a lot of us will set that goal in our head. But what we don't do is we don't reverse engineer the goal to understand what steps to take to eventually get to where we're getting. We just set the goal in our head and then try to kind of take everything on all at once to reach whatever that new goal is. So let's say you're trying to change your body composition. Let's say you're trying to lose fat. And let's say you say, I need to lose 40 pounds at the first of the year. So that's a great goal. You want to lose 40 pounds. But instead of going to the end, so saying you've lost that 40 pounds and reverse engineering that goal to, to step a step-by-step process, most people will just say, well, I need to lose 40 pounds. So then you start trying to attack everything at once. You try to start exercising super hard all up front. You try to completely switch your diet around everything right up front. And what ends up happening is you'll get overwhelmed. It'll feel like a huge inconvenience and sacrifice, a huge change in your life that you weren't ready to totally make. And the whole thing ends up falling apart and you don't ever end up actually reaching that goal that you set for yourself. And then you end up super demotivated. And then once the next new year comes around, you fall off. The next new year comes around, you set that goal again. So what we're going to dive into is the importance of reverse engineering, whatever your goal is. So let's say you have that 40 pound goal of losing weight. Instead of just trying to change everything up front, let's start by reverse engineering it. Let's say you lose the 40 pounds. How did you lose it in a way that's sustainable for your life to not only enjoy that weight loss for the rest of your life, but at the same time, actually make sure that it happens. To do this, what most people don't realize is it takes small action up front and letting that small action compound over time. So instead of trying to change everything up front, let's reverse engineer the goal, start at the end and take a step by step all the way back to the beginning to decide what we need to do first. So for most people, if you need to lose 40 pounds, the very first thing you have to do is start to understand your nutrition. Before you start exercising, um, before you go to the grocery store and just try to buy a whole bunch of healthy foods and all these different types of things like that or buying supplements or trying to buy a meal plan or anything like that, you need to understand what it's going to take nutrition-wise to reach that goal because without the nutrition, that's step number one. You can exercise all day, but if your nutrition isn't on point, you're still not going to lose the weight. So that's always going to be step number one is your nutrition. So just start there. Instead of saying, well, I'm just going to start eating healthy. I'm going to start doing this. Maybe it's smarter to dive into the research, start researching for yourself and learning and, and understanding the core principles to nutrition instead of just taking a method. Oh, well, this, this girl decided went keto and she lost 50 pounds, so it's going to work for me. Maybe if you take a step back from that and really dive into the nutrition aspect of things to understand what causes weight loss in the first place through your nutrition and you start to understand your energy balance and all these different types of things or or what I'm super huge on, and this might sound biased because I am a coach, is hiring somebody or getting advice from somebody that's done it before you and understanding from them. Not just somebody, not just some random person that that lost weight doing keto that doesn't really have a lot of knowledge maybe, but, but people that have proven to be able to help other people do it over and over. Because if you get somebody like that in your life that can mentor you through the process, that's an investment well made because you can understand how to keep doing it 
through the rest of your life rather than just getting somebody's an opinion you can and it this takes research on itself as well right if you're going to hire a coach you need to work with somebody that has your same types of views that you know has your best interest at heart and ultimately it's just willing to help in whatever way they can not in a dogmatic way saying that you have to go keto or you have to do this but understanding that can help you create a nutrition protocol that is good for your lifestyle and that will work inside of your lifestyle that doesn't make you miserable so that you can sustain this throughout. And so that would be the first step is, is reverse engineer it and then work backwards and understand that if it's a fat loss goal, well, first we got to start with our nutrition. We got to start to understand our energy balance, how much protein we need and things like that. And what kind of foods to be eating more of, what types of foods to be eating a little bit less of, and potentially working with somebody with the experience that can help teach you all of these things or just put a huge time investment into it and really start to understand um, the nutrition on your own through research or, or asking questions or downloading something or purchasing um, something as well, different things like that. So that would be the first step. And then we would move into, you'd understand that the, after you've reverse engineered it, that the next step would obviously be exercise. You've got to start exercising at some point and so on and so forth. So that's the point with this is not to, if you have a goal, don't just don't let this just be the year of I'm going to set this goal and I'm going to go all out right at the first of the year and I'm going to try to hammer this down. I see it all the time in the gym too. I own a gym. If if you guys are new to the podcast, I own a gym in my hometown and at the first of the year we always get super busy, which is great. I love people coming. And I love people trying to change their lifestyles, but a lot of people don't understand if you'll start just by creating one small habit of instead of saying you need to be in the gym six to seven days a week and killing yourself. Well, what if you just make the goal never missing more than two days in a row? That's not nearly as hard to be able to stick to. If you miss a day, it's not the end of the world. If you miss a second day, it's not the end of the world. But never let yourself miss more than two days in a row. That's something that you're more likely to stick to than having to be in the gym six or seven times per week and killing yourself. With your lifestyle, that's not something that's necessarily going to make sense for you to be able to do just because you're not, you haven't built up to that yet. It takes time to build up to that. You've got to create momentum in whatever it is that you're doing. So the main point here is just make sure you're reverse engineering what you're doing instead of setting these huge aspirational goals, which I still, I think it's great. Set the goals high, but just understand you need to reverse engineer those goals and start small with how you're going to implement on how reaching those goals. And over time, as you start to create the correct habits for whatever that goal may be, then you start to create the compound effect because you can stick one habit on top of another and it will start to roll and you'll eventually end up with this huge snowball. Just like when you create a snowman, you've got to roll the snow over time. It starts out really small and as you keep rolling, more, more snow starts sticking to it and the, the ball for the snowman starts to get bigger and bigger and bigger and eventually you end up with the size that you need it to be. Same thing with your goals. Don't set a huge goal of, oh, I need to quit my job. I'm going to quit my job and so I'm going to start this business and you start trying to do everything all up front with whatever that business may be and then get super frustrated because in the first few months you haven't made the money that you need to start to think you're going to quit your job and you can't see the light at the end of the tunnel because you don't know what steps to keep taking and you just end up quitting on that goal and then when you get that same urge the next year you just go through the same exact sequence. So my challenge to you is to make this your year. Don't let this be another year of setting big goals and then just trying to do everything at once to accomplish it without setting that step-by-step -step process to actually make it a reality. We all want to better our lives. We all want to look better. We all want to feel better. We all want to 
just keep progressing. The whole point of life in itself, at least I believe, is to always be progressing. If you're always progressing, you always have something to be shooting for, something to look forward to. And I think that's extremely important. But for a lot of us, we want to progress, but we aren't strategic in the way that we should be to be able to keep progressing over time. And then we end up in these ruts like we get in after the first part of the new year, after the our resolutions have kind of worn down and, and we decide just to fall back into our same old bad habits. So start small, create a strategy, reverse engineer that strategy, hire somebody to help you if you're really serious about what you're trying to do. And if you're not in a position where you can financially get somebody to help you, a professional to help you with whatever that is, then that doesn't mean that you can't do it still. It just means that you're going to have to make a bigger time investment into really looking into whatever your goal is and how to how to accomplish it. You're going to have to put in more research. You're going to have to put yourself out there to ask more people questions and and gain experience that way instead of working with somebody who can just give you the the layout and mentor you through it. There's There's always an answer for whatever it is that you want. And really, if you're setting a goal at the first of the year, and if, if you're not willing to do these things that we're talking about here that are going to take a little bit longer but actually get you there, then you're not really that serious about that goal in the first place. And you need to become a little bit more self-aware and check yourself and understand, is this really what I want or do is there another reason that I feel like I want this? Do I want this because I feel like somebody else wants this for me or whatever it is? And then when you can find the thing that you really want to go after in your life or the things that you really want to accomplish, then you'll be more passionate to take these approaches that I'm talking about and implement them to, to keep progressing in whatever it is that you want to progress in. So I know this is a little bit deeper, but I feel like this is a, an extremely important podcast. I was probably all over the place a little bit. And like I said, this is something that I'm passionate about because I've used these exact same steps in my life to be able to progress and do the things that I wanted. A few years ago, I dreamed of opening my own gym. I was working just a normal job, but I wanted to open my own gym. I reverse engineered the whole process, and within a couple of years, I was able to open my own gym. While I had that gym, I was still in my 9-to-5 because the gym obviously wasn't making quite enough money yet. Um, and I wanted to be able to quit that job, and I wanted to be able to coach people too. So I got all the certifications, um, did all of the research, started to actually help people and really wanted to be able to – to quit my nine to five job and be able to coach and own the gym and do that full time. So I had to go back and reverse engineer that whole process. And what I had to understand is it was going to take patience and a lot of sacrifice up front and slowly into implementing habits over time and eventually get me to where I want to be. And I've been able to do those things. And now I have more goals. I want to grow the gym. I want to grow the coaching. And so I'm reverse engineering those goals on what I need to do next to create the the more habits that I need to be able to, to keep growing these businesses and, and so forth. Same with my fitness goals. My, my goals this year aren't necessarily aesthetics-based, um, like how I look, but I want to perform better. I want to feel better. I want to get stronger. And so I have to reverse engineer these goals. If that means I need to go out and hire somebody to help me be able to do it that knows more than I do, if that means I need to just do more research to learn more and more and more on different things to, to be more mobile to get stronger and different things like this to prevent injuries. Like I've got a little bit of a back injury right now, different things like that. I've got to be willing to either spend the time researching on how to actually make that happen in the, with the correct steps or work with somebody that can, that can mentor me through the, throughout the entire process. So I hope this podcast makes sense to you guys. I hope it hits home with maybe somebody that's struggling with this 
out there that that is really serious about hitting a goal, but you've had the same goal over and over and you always seem to fail, take this approach. Just try it. Reach out to me. I'm more than happy to help you in any way that I can. You can DM me. You can send me an email. It's always linked below. Whatever it may be, I'm always happy to, to give advice. And if you think I'm crazy, that's completely fine too. But chances are for this far into it, you don't because you're still listening. So I really do appreciate you guys for listening. It means the world to me. I'm excited to take on 2020 with all of you to keep creating content, to potentially work with more and more of you, and just to keep pushing at this whole life thing. It's the start of a new decade, so let's just make sure to make it count. Hope you all have a great day, and I'll talk with you soon.